Day Car Pod. I'm Jenna, and we're back for week five. I I figured it out this time, y'all. I figured it out. Week five of Paradise episodes eight and nine, the 89th episode of this year. I promise you, I my mind is fully melted, and I want you guys to be very proud of me because I'm going to be taking part of a new challenge, and that challenge is Jenna doesn't talk about Taylor Swift for one hour. Let's see if she can do it, y'all. We'll see. I'm not sure, but. Instead, we're going to talk about what happened this week in Paradise. It is—it was quite quite the big week, you know, reunion week, all the things that are come along with that, and some of the stuff that's happening outside of Paradise. We will probably get into light spoilers. I will try to remember to warn you of those if you want to skip them. Although, if you've watched my Instagram stories, you know what's happening. Um, this week, I'm very excited about the guest that I have on. She is a friend. She is somebody I love to talk shit about this uh, franchise with. And she is also one of the members of Roses for Everybody. Please welcome to the podcast, Epiphany. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here. I am honored to be a guest on today's pod. <laughs> Thank you. I know. I was like, I, I I, just need to get Epiphany on. I love when we, okay, back like a little behind the curtains, when we were planning Roses for Everybody, we were having like weekly sometimes multiple times a week zoom meetings towards that last like month or so of it and we would get on and inevitably always just start talking about bachelor nation gossip and things like that and I always loved when you would start just like chiming in on all of it yeah I can um I get distracted very easily um I love a good uh interruption and talking about juicy gossip especially batch nation it always gives us what we need (laughs) It really does. I mean, it could be like tiring at times, but it also, the times that I'm so into it is when there is just like drama that's happening. And whether, even if it's like kind of annoying drama, it's like, that is, that is what we're here for. Oh yeah. And especially a week, like not even a week, like a day like today, I swear at least five, six different Batch Nation news was dropping. I'm like, Another marriage, another engagement, and like, oh God, okay. <laughs> oh my God. So before we get into some of that and then recap, uh, let's talk. The, uh, let the listeners know just like a little bit about who you are, where you're at. You know, if you want to tell them, I don't know, maybe your job or things like that. And also, what season did you start watching? Because I think that's always a really important thing to have in people's minds as they, you know, get to know my, my friends. Of course. So. Um... My name is Epiphany Espinosa. I live in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was born and raised here. I had a little bit of a stint in North Carolina, finished high school, went to college down there, but I'm a New Yorker at heart. So I've been back in the city for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it. I've worked in media for all of my career because I love media, all forms of media. And um, probably for about two years, I transitioned from magazines. So I used to work at Condé Nast. I used to work on brands like Vogue, Vanity Fair, The New Yorker, all the big ones. And I transitioned to television, which I love. I'm very passionate about television. So right now I'm at BET uh, working in Consumer Insights, which is really fascinating. Um, That's why a page like Bachelor Data is so awesome to me because I love looking at data. I love seeing the numbers behind things. Um, And I do a lot of that. I listen to what consumers are looking for and what they want, specifically Black consumers. And we use that information to create content for the network. So, Mm. um, so yeah, I I love television. I love, I love talking about it. I love that. That is is such an important job. (laughs) to make just like yeah media that we really do want to consume and I feel like mm-hmm. the bachelor 
producers and franchise are failing at that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I love to see that it's happening in other areas. <laughs> Especially with the campaign, when we talk about the campaign and all the things that we're working on yeah. um, and some uh, and our lack of response from the network um, and the fact that we feel like Bachelor Nation has changed over the years and yeah. we have been asking for so many different, like just to be, be cut, like a, be with the times, like mm -hmm. be progressive, come like mm -hmm. you're stuck back in the 2000s or 90s, whenever mm -hmm. the show first started. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's so interesting being on the business side and you know, of a network to know that we it's very important to listen to consumers and to course correct when it's time to change. Mm -hmm. um, so I find it interesting that they're still so stuck in that formula. Um, oh, and you asked what season I started, yeah. of course the queen, Rachel Lindsay. She is the reason why I started watching uh, this show because I support everybody Black. Uh, I'm a Black woman. I was like, first Black bachelorette. I have to show up and show out. And she did not disappoint. No, that season is absolutely the best season ever. I mean, it has its its uh, flaws, of course, that we've all talked about, but that's not, that's definitely not Rachel's fucking fault. She, mm -hmm. she brought it and a lot of the cast did as well. It was such a good season. I feel like a lot of people I talk to, uh, no matter their background, say that that is like the season that brought them in a lot of ways. And I love that. And then they, they've stuck because it is, it really caught, it really like got you. And then she's one of the, you know, few success stories. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I know it's interesting. I feel like part of me uh, becoming, a bit a part of the audience has put a curse on it a little bit because I feel like there has not been a good bachelor since I started watching oh, okay, <laughs> every single bachelor has been disappointment after disappointment like how disappointed <laughs> was I to watch Rachel's season and I was thinking Peter was going to be the bachelor so I was like oh great I'm a fan let's do it even though now we know better but let's not yeah. even go there no I know but, but however his season would have been better than Zach's I know <laughs> That is fair. But um, but for them to choose Ari, I was like, I don't know who this man is. <laughs> but I stuck through it. That was it. such a shit show. God, uh, poor Peter in a way. You know, like, uh, yeah, I'm right? like, whatever. I'm not going to um, promote him anymore. But it is so <laughs> funny how, like, he must have really been. Mm -hmm. He was so fucking close. And then they were like. <laughs> I know. And imagine starting to watch the franchise for the first time. And your first Bachelor is fucking Ari. <laughs> Ari I was like what have y'all got me into I know but like that goes into like my theory that I think on some level and I know it's a little controversial in the sense that like it's complicit to like <laughs> torturing people um but like I do think there's an element where we do genuinely as a whole the fandom on some level does like watching the male leads suffer and we don't like watching that with the women leads as much you know and yeah, I mean, who doesn't like seeing men suffer exactly and so when we were all in our group chat and zach was official you know i was just like you know well i'm the, if somebody maybe you or somebody else was like oh man they're gonna destroy him and i was like well i'm not gonna not enjoy that part you know like <laughs> i know like i don't like him but like i don't think he should obviously be tortured but at the same time mm -hmm. i was like well i'm not gonna dislike that part on some level <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, bachelors like Zach are very interesting because um, they're very malleable. Like the yeah. producers can kind of do. I mean, look what happened with Clayton, exactly. you know. Exactly. So when the producers have free reign, I mean, they're going guns blazing. They're do mm -hmm. They're like, oh, we're going to give you a show. Mm -hmm. And which is why I think they picked Ari over Peter. Mm -hmm. 
you know? most definitely yeah peter would have pushed back but yeah he would have for sure and that's why they didn't pick michael um i mean mike but you know there's no mouth there's another reason too but <laughs> i think also <laughs> one of the reasons is that he's a smart individual so you know yeah well there you go um yeah so as you mentioned briefly uh, a lot of things have happened um we'll just quickly list off we have a um maddie pruitt's getting married in four days and i can't wait for her horrible sex can i be <laughs> anyway slide into the dms on what you think we're gonna how we're gonna find out about the sex like is it gonna be an instagram story is it gonna be a post about you know like finally becoming intimate with like your god it's just gonna be a picture of a pure white bed like. oh god we did it <laughs> we, we did it joe um we did it, joe. Well, but not joe for them we yeah. did it trump <laughs> and then uh we have an, uh, congratulations are in order for uh cop lover joe and serena <laughs> they got married this week um we don't really know why i had somebody say in the dms maybe for taxes for like why they got married like right now like they're gonna get married later supposedly mm-hmm. but like my fr- my favorite theory was yours they he had to get under the gun before she turned mm-hmm. what is it 25 or 26 yeah exactly <laughs> yeah bless it uh and then we got a uh, official engagement from everybody's favorite will they or will they not couple dean and kaylin iconic caption under promise <laughs> over deliver love it <laughs> he understands what we want appreciate that that's gonna be a good wedding i want to go to that one please invite me i mean also the fact that he lost the first not well misplaced the first engagement ring i mean it's so that's, i mean you know what this is very typical dean like this whole thing fair i, I expected this exactly <laughs> i expected this and then we got jacob no sorry thomas yeah. uh sorry his last name is jacob so um thomas mm-hmm. uh officially proposing to becca she proposed to him famously a couple months ago um and that was like cute her doing it to him and then he proposed to her a couple weeks ago and that's been official and that's so cute and that'll be also a fun wedding and i think that's kind of it kevin and astrid are getting married soon their wedding is right around the corner that's exciting i don't know if you saw kevin posted this really sweet video that just um kind of documented their relationship oh, and all all these pictures from paradise and their life together in canada and their little cute baby um but i think their wedding is very like the the caption made it seem like the wedding's close that's like, so cute yeah. yeah kevin and astrid cameo on paradise when like that's what right? we wanted instead that's of what actually. i want to see yeah exactly i mean and that's actually a true successful couple from bip not whatever jared and ashley did <laughs> thank you so true uh and i guess speaking of dean you you brought my mind memory to it leslie she dated him on bachelor winter paradise yes um she just got married (laughs) she just got married to her uh fella who is not a bachelor person but Mm -hmm. um their wedding seemed cute oh crystal got engaged she didn't get married yet but she got engaged to her 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 baby daddy so good for her yeah, that is good. I I like I like seeing her succeed in a way. I I mean, she probably said some problematic shit back in the day, but I for mm-hmm. some reason I've I have moved on from that, and I think she's. Fun. I mean, she has some. She's definitely a part of the wellness uh, industry mm-hmm. complex in a way that's uncomfortable. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, 
I, I guess I just want to see her win over the goose. That's, I mean, that, that's really what it boils down to. Totally. Totally. That's it. Okay. So let's get into um, the recap here. So most of the drama really hinges on the second episode where we do officially get the reunions. Um, but we do have to talk about Monday a little bit in the regards that some weird stuff happened. You know, we're getting into this area where the, most of the men are kind of back at the beach are half of them have like started to go with some of the other women, the new women, the other half have stayed, decided to like wait it out. And um, back in the, where the women are really, it's only Shanae and Brittany who at the moment were interested in potentially seeing other people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it started to look like Victoria might be interested in going on a date with this Alex guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we we're just like getting scenes of course continuing of like none of them none of the women really wanting to engage with the men that are there other than like those two people like with Alex or Tyler and it's just like very awkward and weird and then uh, yeah and then Jesse comes in he almost falls y'all that was like my favorite part I would have loved for him to fall that would have been great <laughs> Trips on his also um who was it? Was it Genevieve or Jill who did a spot on Jesse Palmer impression as well? I was like, oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> they were fucking so over him when he comes in. They're like, nope, mm-hmm. get out. We don't want anything. The bearer of bad news. <laughs> I did I did like that a little bit. How he's just like, hey, no, no, I, just let me. <laughs> don't shoot the messenger. Just let me, just let me sit down. Let me sit down. Yeah. And so he yeah. sits down and then he's like, so yeah, this is just comes to question this whole weirdness of like, um, he's like, okay, well, clearly some of you are not playing the game that we have set up and mm. um, why and what. And everyone just kind of goes on there like, eh, we just want to be Because there's men. no rhyme or reason to anything. And you guys yet again have, you created something and didn't put any thought into it like Gabby and Rachel season. You just go, oh, you know what? This works for Love Island. How about we try it? But let's not make a plan. Let's not, you know, figure out how this works. Um, we're just, you know, take it day by day. <laughs> <laughs> and then be shocked when it doesn't work out. Exactly. And then you end up doing weird shit like, oh, two of the guys have to go home, but all of the ladies who are on the beach get to stay still. So strange. Yeah. I kept being last week. I was like, just bring them. Yeah, just bring them back to the to the beach. There's some women there who are, you know, now getting left mm-hmm. out in the cold, like Sarah and, mm-hmm. you know, and and also like maybe the, and just in general, like maybe somebody who's already coupled up, you know, maybe fucking Danielle's like, um, I mm-hmm. want to be with this guy from Australia. I like, I don't fucking know. Right. Uh, let's, that's a whole conversation that Danielle Michael A. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> so then they brutally roast rick and olu um i feel so bad for rick in particular like oh man and i don't know i'm sure you saw his instagram afterwards or he was like i ain't never coming back <laughs> so i don't blame you sir i don't blame you he looks so sad dude. he's wearing a hawaiian shirt he's like, i know it looked like it was a place, but i never fucking went <laughs> god damn yeah. it and then yeah, they just were like, no, we don't want those guys, and uh, we'll send them home, and Jesse goes and tells them and sends them home. It's so fucking brutal. I I briefly want to just mention, there is like some buzz online about something that might have happened with Olu, mm-hmm. in the sense that there might be more than what we saw. 
and I don't know any details yet, um, but Brandon went on his Instagram last week and said, like, if they don't show what he did, you better keep me from a podcast. And mm-hmm. Brandon, my podcast is open for you anytime. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it did. It does seem like there should have been more to it. And there probably was. And I'm I'm a little worried about it. I don't know what it means. It makes me anxious for sure. Yeah, it's it's strange because it. <laughs> Part of me is like, if he didn't post that story, maybe we wouldn't be looking at this so closely, but he posted the story. So then now we're seeing all these signs. We're like, well, all of the women are so effusive about Rick. They're like, he's so wonderful. He's such a great guy. Serene goes on Twitter. She's like, Mm -hmm. I was thinking of friends on the beach that I could hook Rick up with. He was so nice, so sweet. We haven't seen anyone say anything about Olu at all. Again, that could mean nothing, but it's, it's just so strange. Mm -hmm. Um, it's so strange knowing, seeing what Brandon posted and, and seeing how everyone has responded. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll just have to see how, how it all falls out. Yeah. And I think what leads me to think that something has happened is that they did just get rid of those two men. Mm-hmm. Very like, you know, Rick Conveniently. Was just, yeah, Rick was just and they couldn't just damaged. get rid of Olu. No, because that would have been very, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That would have been very, <laughs> but my friend DM'd me and they're like, why not just do the COVID? The, the Logan COVID excuse. Are you not again? <laughs> it wouldn't, we wouldn't have been able to believe it. I mean, not that anyone believed it before, but yeah, uh, good times. So, uh, yeah. And then basically, uh, oh, no, we've, oh, I guess we missed one part about the Lace and Rodney of it all. Do we want to talk about Lace and Rodney? That was how it opened. Oh yeah. Oh god, that happened. Yeah. No, no, that that no, that happened. This... Is that? How... Yeah. Oh god. The end just of to it. Give like everyone the... some. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jenna. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead, please. <laughs> well, just to give some everyone some background, I had got fallen quite behind on BIP, like uh, maybe two or three weeks behind. So I had to binge maybe four or five episodes before this podcast to get up to date. So now everything has just mushed together it's blended together so I'm like wait a minute when did things start and stop like when did the whole Rodney Lace conversation happen was that the beginning of the Monday episode or the Tuesday episode but you're right it was the beginning of the Monday episode Mm -hmm. they resolved that at the start of it Mm -hmm. so um I mean this split week stuff I will say thank god for it because finally something's happening on this show Mm because I swear the first couple of weeks it has been a snooze fest it's Mm -hmm. like what are we watching Mm-hmm. um so I appreciate it in that sense but um they again there's no structure they don't know what the hell they're doing uh and you feel bad for everyone like Rodney's such a good guy yeah. and Lace seemed like she was super into him and yeah. it's tough it's 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 a tough situation to be in and I think he handled it as best as he could um and yeah. I'm happy he was honest with her and it gave her gave her the opportunity to just put her out of her misery and get the hell out of there she's like why am I even still here <laughs> girl so sorry for her yeah hopefully hopefully she got, I mean you get paid while you're down there so you know mm-hmm. it's probably good for That's her great, She'll yeah. probably increase her real estate business so there you but, go but the men also just did not treat her very well I no um, yeah. not until after she was about to leave they showed yeah. some empathy but I think that when she first came on the beach looking for Rodney they I mean I understand that they want to protect Rodney that's their friend and also this is a conversation that this is something she needs to hear directly from him I understand that but I think they could have been a little kinder to her mm, yeah yeah and then just all the 
behind the scenes talk of her going to like blow up and ruin mm. everything and it's like yeah lace has had a history of being like a character on the show but mm. i wouldn't qualify her as like you know the most irrational you know um person we've seen on the franchise <laughs> by any means mm-hmm. so oh. yeah <laughs> That's also what their their misogyny showing, right? I mean, uh, all of the women, as soon as they show an ounce of emotion, it's like, oh, wait a minute, she's gonna blow up. It's gonna be a volcano. She like it. it they, it's like women are not allowed to show any emotions because that they're irrational. That's not okay, um, and it's unfair. And it's it's interesting because when you see the men talking all this shit in front of the camera, or if they're getting into fights on the beach, um, that's okay. But when women, you know, have conflict or they want to express their opinion on something or they're emotional, not even emotional, like they're just showing emotion. Mm-hmm. They're angry. They're unhappy. They're sad, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. No, can't happen. Yeah. It really makes you think about, do men even like us at all? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> like that that was really disappointing to see yeah exactly there was like that tiktok guy that went viral not too long ago this older man who said he didn't he wanted to get married he was a straight man who wanted to get married to another straight man (laughs) so that um he could live with a man but not have so he doesn't have to be around a woman anymore and it was just like the funniest thing ever and this like one gay man just like totally just totally like broke it all down and was like he just hate It wasn't hate women. Like, yeah, it wasn't like a homoerotic homo of it all at all. It was truly just like a hatred of women. It's so so silly. Mm. So yeah, and then basically that leads to just uh, what I why I wanted to talk about that real quick is or about Lace and Rodney because it does lead to just the women being increasingly anxiety mm-hmm. um, filled because Jesse's like, uh, yeah, she fucking got dumped, and you all should be fucking afraid. <laughs> <laughs> He keeps on rubbing it in, man. Like they're like, let's make these women as miserable as possible. Mm-hmm. Let's let's just keep on feeding their deepest, darkest fears about these men. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all rooted mostly in insecurity. It's like they're either insecure in their relationships, relationships, or in themselves. Because mm-hmm. if you notice, the women who were kind of chilling for the most part were the ones who were like, I ain't worried about my relationships. Serene was having a good old time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Genevieve was a little stressed, but I think she was more like fine, you know, because I think she did know probably deep down that Aaron was like gonna be there for her. I think mm-hmm. she just played it up for the camera, which is fine. Um, mm-hmm. I respect that. And 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 in some ways, I think uh, Victoria also was chill because she knew that Johnny was also gonna be there for her. Uh, and I think there was the overconfidence with uh shanae that she assumed (laughs) that logan would still be there waiting for her so that she could go on dates with tyler last week and then but also can we talk about this alternate universe that we're living in where logan and shanae have the most dates on paradise what the fuck like i would have never ever guessed that this was going to (laughs) happen truly i know that usually every season in paradise there's kind of a uh uh sorry there's there's always like a redemption arc of course for like villain types but that's like mm-hmm. aside and that's what's probably what's happening with shanae right but 
there's usually also always a, 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 a redemption of just like, yeah, somebody who's kind of not like seen as a catch and then mm-hmm. becomes this like the bachelor of paradise or whatever as they always say like oh shit yeah you're now like the bachelor yeah. and it's I like think kenny was that last season actually thank you oh usually you brought it up okay yeah, yeah i was thinking yeah, yeah. about that today i was sitting there and i was just like staring into the sun because i don't want to be here anymore mm-hmm. and <laughs> and i was like it was kenny it was kenny it was kenny and what was so funny is that when i was deep in that neurosis of like why kenny why kenny why kenny i did research and i found out he has a, he's a, worth a million dollars. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Ex- ex- excuse me? Exactly. Kenny is worth a million dollars. He has that boy band thing that he did, and it was mm-hmm. it's a very sex- successful uh, business in Chicago. Good for him. Yeah, and he's on modeling. He is, yeah. And so I was like, oh, you cannot tell me that Tia and Mari and all these other women did not know that on some level. Demi. You Demi, because it did not take me long to find that information out. And I'm like, I think that obviously Mari and him actually like each other and it's fine. I'm not saying she's like trying to just be there with money, but it made me think I'm like, is Logan rich? And I haven't researched it, but I have a feeling he's mm. not. Because look at his hair. <laughs> That is not the hair of a rich man. <laughs> Wait, but also I guess I should, I, I'm wrong because Grant, Maddie's fiance, has poor hair too. And he's very rich. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, okay, so you know what's funny? Since you're speaking of, of wealth and, and mm-hmm. money, right? Mm-hmm. Something that, uh, that a soundbite that stuck out to me when I was watching the second episode is, I know we're skipping ahead. Oh, yeah, bit, we're, but... we, that's how we do. Okay. Um. Michael, my, I keep on calling him Michael A, but he's the only Michael on the beach now. Mm-hmm. But Michael was talking about the situation with Alex, Johnny, and Victoria. And he mm-hmm. was talking about Alex is like tall, dark, handsome, um, and wealthy. And I said, huh, interesting. Didn't know that about Alex. I mean, I know he has a stable job. Um, and he has been, I feel like he's always kind of stayed on the outskirts yeah. of, of Bachelor yeah. Nation. Yeah. But that was something that I didn't expect mm-hmm. him to see and I feel say and I feel like I've never really heard someone so plainly mention wealth on the mm-hmm. show before so mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting you're right it did stick out to me too I was like oh oh okay now we're okay now I get it and but you're right the fact that Michael even said that is interesting Hmm. Yeah, I mean, also my ears perk up anything Alex related because I stand by the fact that I think he is the hottest man to ever be on the show, period, period. Like the fact that this man came down and nobody, like all of, I'd have been like, what boyfriend, who, I don't, I I would have been clamoring. I would have done whatever I could to get a date with him. He is so handsome. handsome. Yeah, I remember like when we found out he was going to be on this season, a friend Dan me she was like I've never seen his season who is he and mm-hmm. I was like he's just the hottest man in bachelor like mm-hmm. nation that no one talks about like it's- deeply underrated I mean he also I felt like he didn't get a lot of screen time on Rachel's season either because he see I love a hot guy who's shy love that mm-hmm. you know not shy enough to not go on reality tv now <laughs> <laughs> that he'll do <laughs> but uh you won't see him talking much on reality tv <laughs> no yeah, yeah, he's not a he's not a dean who they're <laughs> friends and dean is obviously the more social of the two. Mm-hmm. So true, so true. So yeah. Anyway, long story short, Victoria ends up going on a date with him. She's into it because duh. 
And uh, but now she's like, oh, I feel like I'm cheating on Johnny. How funny is it that this all started with a head scratch? <laughs> I was like, you know what? If a hot man petted me, I think I'd be down. Sure. I am so touch starved, literally. I would, <laughs> yeah, it would not take much. <laughs> like, would not. Lo- Logan can scratch my head. And <laughs> like, wow. It's like that, Jenna? Yeah. <laughs> that's how, Logan. That's okay, how bad girl. it is. I know. <laughs> I need to go on a date bad. Oh, and it's it's funny. I when I was watching the episode, one thing I wrote about Logan, I was like, "Is he hot or is he just tall?" <laughs> I think what it is is that man is tall, and it's really just making everyone think he's hot. <laughs> has to be that. It, it just has to be that. I it, I can't think of any other reason. I don't think he's not bringing anything to the table. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, well, yeah. And also, sorry, Kenny is a millionaire and his penis is very large. I did also see that because um, oh. he did nude modeling um, yes, he did. and his, his penis is very large. So maybe, maybe Logan is that maybe that's what people know <laughs> about him. Anyway, God, we need to move on. So then we go back to the beach, essentially the next day mm-hmm. in sections of two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i don't really remember the order but i i, I know genevieve and aaron were first it was sweet i i, I it's sweet oh you know? wait did we did this what happened this week the whole kate shenanigan like kate dated jacob and then right. dumped him yes, for logan did yes. that happen this mm-hmm. week that happened yeah. this week right? that was on monday yeah mm-hmm. i can't figure her out mm-hmm. i don't know where her game is i don't know who she is yeah <laughs> Only thing I know about her is that she is a she works for the Selling Sunset Real Estate Group, and um, part of me is like, is this just her audition to get on Selling Sunset because she's just mad that they haven't put her on the show yet? Um, I could see it. She's definitely know. doing the right kind of drama, you know, mm-hmm. to maybe get her that. You know, she's yeah, yeah she's doing that. Yeah, she she hooked up with Jacob right away and was like, I don't care that you have a you know a girlfriend in a sense. I mean, he was also part of that by. <laughs> let's let's not forget he was a very willing partner in this and then but yeah then just wanted to do logan and um and i was trying to figure out i'm like is this all a huge master plan for her did she find out that shanae and logan were a thing and she was like i need to get back at shanae for all the shit she did on clayton season i'm gonna go for her man I, that I would actually respect. I'd respect her for that. Yeah, I can't tell you that you're wrong because that's how I felt towards the end of the episode mm-hmm. for sure. I was with like, her ITMs. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. She was so. She's like, I don't want to like take pleasure in the downfall of a person or whatever, but like, I fucking won, and I'm so happy about mm-hmm. it. And also seeing the preview for next weekend that she's gonna looks like she's gonna accept a date from Hated. <laughs> If I could throw up right now, I would. Fucking Hayden. Jesus Christ. Has anyone checked in on the dog? How's Rambo? (laughs) Is Rambo still alive? Is Rambo still alive? Does he have his dog? Jesus. (laughs) Give him his cancer. Jesus, the worst. He's the worst. The worst. So it looks like she might accept a date from him. I'm like, girl, you're exactly who I thought you were. (laughs) 
But you know what? If it ends up with Logan having egg on his face at the end of the day, I'm here for it because he fucking annoys me. So, <laughs> so let's just get that one out of the way because I don't want to talk okay. about her anymore. So yeah, it, when Shanae comes back, she pulls him aside and yeah. pretty quickly he, she's like, oh hey, like I yeah I went on like a date, but it's like not important yeah. even though she was fucking like going on multiple dates. She has, okay. she has selective memory right she, yeah, exactly. it's, it's, Tyler rejected her so all of a sudden she's back all in on Logan mm. because if Tyler was into her she would have dropped that man like a hot potato 100% so she's like uh well you know turns out actually this whole thing just made me realize I really like you and I wrote probably the funniest part for me was she's like hey I missed you and he's like yeah I've been thinking about you it's <laughs> <laughs> so good and then he, you know, to his credit, barely, he he tells her, like, kind of just, like, right away. Like, I, I really liked you, but mm-hmm. I have this thing now with this. I, oh, I love it. He was like, I went on a date with Sarah, and that went really great. And then she was like, <gasps> and then he's like, but then I'm actually now a thing with Kate. And she's like, also, what? <laughs> yeah. Wow. What I, what I will say, too, is I, I think he made a couple of really good points about their relationship mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in terms of how she handled the situation with him and James. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can get where he was coming from because I could see that a little bit on screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it sucks that he didn't have that conversation with her earlier, but I don't know. I never really felt that he was that into her. Like I, I felt like like she had to ask him to show up more Um it kind of reminds me of when Genevieve was was between Aaron and Justin, right? It's like if you have to beg this guy to show interest in you, then maybe he's just not that into you, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but he went ahead and you know did the bare minimum to to please her, and she thought that meant that they were on good footing, but that was not the case, clearly. Mm-mm. And it just proves your point you said earlier that had Tyler been into her, it, this wouldn't have been a problem you know mm-hmm. um it was just really that she didn't have anybody that now she's kind of mad about it in needing this thing from him and so it all kind of explodes um mm-hmm. and then eventually her and kate start talking and again they're a little fight about it kate was definitely going hard and so i think again you're probably right and potentially about she was it instigating all, it yeah. she was trying to bring out well, it's funny. One of my favorite things was that Chiron changed the classic Shanae at the bottom. So I was like, oh, she was looking for, she was wanting to bring out classic Shanae. Because for the most part, I mean, Shanae has been not too much enmeshed in terms of girl drama. Like, she's been getting along with the women. But man, oh man, Kate was like, nah, we're gonna, we're gonna show you who you really are. <laughs> yeah, and then they show us a flashback to Women Tell All, where Kate was one of the women who was really mm-hmm. calling Shanae out for her toxic behavior and I was like yeah okay that's why I like Kate I guess uh because that mm-hmm. was it and I imagine she's probably friends with Elizabeth and yep. you know in, in just so everyone knows like we have not forgiven Shanae she is mm-hmm. um and I know that like Sarah I believe was like also like team yes. team we haven't forgiven Shanae and I I love that about her and, and even Eliza I think said I something in passing like did, yeah I think Eliza was kind of like, I don't know, but like, I don't know. I, I, she's got to prove to me that she has changed because our last interaction did not seem that way. <laughs> exactly. Why the fuck is she here? 
So yeah, like so I I kind of love it if Kate's whole thing was to fuck with her. I'm like actually very much here for it. <laughs> and uh <laughs> and that's great. And then it and it just blows up and whatever. And Shanae is just being a, a total a total monster. She said calls Logan slow, which is oh. an ableist kind of like term mm. to be throwing at somebody and unacceptable unacceptable and just being all around pretty horrible and then you compound it because then we have itms from aaron being like shanae mm. is fucking uh mentally ill and needs to go to a, an insane asylum and, and put her and, in a straight jacket oh, god damn it aaron like every time i want to root for him he just says some off the wall shit in his itms i'm like really man really <laughs> Like, after, I was like, oh, he did such a good job comforting Genevieve. And then he goes in the ITM to start talking shit. Not even talking shit. Saying terribly ableist things about Shanae. I'm just like, and I hate, and I also hate that he put me in a position to defend Shanae. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to defend her. Mm-mm. No. It's just, but it goes into line what we were talking about earlier about the just, like, thread of misogyny that's mm-hmm. happening from all of the men. Like, all of them. Yeah. Like, even Brandon. You know, like mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, Brandon, 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 we love him. And it's like, sure, I don't, I don't dislike him. But he constantly is doing ITMs where he's like, oh, this woman's going to be Pompeii and stuff. And you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, you're not helping the situation. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I just think that's a like classic, like all these men are together and they're just like, you know, pumping each other up. And mm-hmm. Aaron, while I believe he has gone to therapy, <laughs> uh, he is still from <laughs> San Diego. So we just... <laughs> <laughs> be like this is what we're dealing with so anyway mm-hmm. whatever that's the end of that more or less and we'll find out and more. one thing i think that's interesting too before we move on to the mm-hmm. next the next couple all of the women whose partners who, whose men have moved on to someone else they were so distraught and so upset about it that they had to leave the beach they were like i can't see them date someone else mm-hmm. i can't be open to someone else mm-hmm. i gotta go mm-hmm. and she, it was so interesting to me that shanae stayed mm-hmm. she said hell no i'm staying and i'm like well then that just helps verify even more that you didn't like him that much and why call like what i guess it's all about not being able to handle rejection well which i get it it's hard to be rejected mm-hmm. even if you didn't really care for that person that much it's mm-hmm. hard for someone to say i don't want you mm-hmm. but she just takes it to another level and i just thought that that was really fascinating that she was like no nah, i'm gonna stay here <laughs> truly i was screaming at tv leave you've had enough chances mm-hmm. you've had the most dates and you've gone on dates with multiple men which is fine mm-hmm. but like yeah, it's not working for you, Shanae. You need therapy. You need to like mm-hmm. unpack why you do bad behavior to get attention. Let's be honest. So, yeah. Ugh, goodness gracious. Uh, Brandon and Serene, happy, love, cute. Did we ever have a doubt? <laughs> no. Never. Not at all. Uh and then who else so yeah so as you were saying uh somebody who did leave the beach because they couldn't they did not want to stay after the rejection of it which was fair was jill jill had also Mm -hmm. been through it already a little bit and i feel for her yeah Mm -hmm. i feel for her because she um you can tell she was really searching for love and she Mm -hmm. was really trying and um i mean I, i think I think because Jacob was probably her first 
solid option in a while because of all the bullshit she had to deal with a Romeo um, that she just really went all in on him. But I'm also like, girl, y'all, y'all were so early before the split week happened. Like you, you had just started like getting romantic. So I was kind of, I was like, you should have opened yourself up to some of these new men. Like you Mm -hmm. could have potentially had a good connection with any of them. Mm -hmm. And you were so all in on him so quickly, which gate, which kind of put rose colored glasses on her for her to not realize, like, he's not going to be waiting for you. (laughs) He's a, he's, he's not going to be waiting for you. (laughs) He's just that type of guy. Like it's so obvious. And so it's so sad. And she's like, as she's leaving, she's like, I cried over a man who was a Lyft driver. <laughs> man. I, and then she was like, he sold his couch for money. I, I was like, you know what? This might be one of the most iconic exits ever. I, I was like, you basically just told us all that Jacob is broke. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we needed that. <laughs> that was great. And I was like, you know what? That tracks. <laughs> I can envision it now. He gets a spawn con for the ruggable ad, as they all will, right? <laughs> and it's in a room with no couch and just a rug. <laughs> no table, no anything. Just a rug. Just a rug in an empty room. And he's on it naked. Y'all, when that happens, slide into my DMs and be like, Jenna was right. <laughs> it's oh gonna my happen. gosh. It's gonna happen. Yeah. And again, he doesn't leave either, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, another one, I mean, this is from a far back, but we still need to have a Michael A discussion Let's about Michael it. and Sierra. Please. I mean, Sierra was so all in on him. She said, I got to go. And Michael stayed on the beach. Mm. Yeah. I mean, and this is the thing. I've seen a lot of interesting dialogue around this outside of the show. And it's fascinating how people want to protect this man so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's I, I will say like I, I I wouldn't say I was a fan of him but I was very um I liked him yeah. for, for, at first for yeah. a little bit but I don't know something started kind of a shift I think I figured I think it's when he grew the beard he was like oh I'm starting to look good this beard oil is doing what it need to do so he so he got a little he realized that he's kind of hot and that kind of changed his whole you know Add a little pep in his step. He got but... veneers. He got veneers like right away. Oh, did he? Yeah. <gasps> and he I didn't know that too. Yeah, he got the tan and the veneers, and he immediately started doing a bunch of Instagram stories. Like mm-hmm. he became a you know that kind of person, and which is fine. That's me, right? But I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I knew right then and there what is happening. And he wanted to be bachelor so bad, and they didn't give it to him. And so then he had to go on paradise and this is the thing we have now so there thank and you Clayton and also it's like when your narrative is all about you being a widow yeah and you you know having being a single father and not sure if you're ready to move on or be ready for love okay <clears throat> that's fair I get it mm-hmm. but why do you keep on coming on the show mm-hmm. for one thing and then two it's very unfair so so a lot of people were criticizing Sierra saying, well, she was moving too quickly. She was moving too fast. Da, 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 da. I'm like, Sierra was only doing what people are supposed to do on the show. Mm-hmm. And especially with the issue, man who is saying that he wants something serious. And especially with someone who has a son and also someone who's in an interracial, potentially in an interracial relationship. Mm-hmm. And Sierra explained that very well. She was like, you know, 
the, that conversation about his son came from the fact that I grew up with parents of two different races. Mm-hmm. And I remember some of the trauma or some of my experience of having a parent of a different race picking up from school. And some of the kids are kind of like kids and parents alike are like, oh, what's, what's that about? Mm-hmm. So she was like, I, it's, it's a conversation worth having if me, a black woman is picking up a white child from school. Um, we need to talk about that, but people are so close-minded. They don't think about all these different nuances and, and, and mm-hmm. thing and conversations that have to be held when you are in an interracial relationship. Yeah. It's so, so yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was really, so I think my qualm with Michael is, I just think that he wasn't totally honest with her. Mm, I think that he, or maybe it's, I don't even want to chalk it all up to editing because I see the words, I heard the words that came out of his mouth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he made it seem like they were breaking up because he didn't think that he was ready to, to, to fall in love, to ready for a serious relationship, which is fair. But then he stayed on the beach and then got into a serious relationship with Danielle. So you fucking lied. You fucking lied. That was the, that's the crux. It's not, he said two things when he broke up with Ziara. He did say a little bit, like, I really like you, but there's something missing. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's where you should have stopped and just continued with that. And that sucks. No one wants to hear it. I'm sure Ziara didn't want to hear it, but then to lie and say, it's because I feel like you're moving fast and I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready for it is the key lie. And it fucking, it like, yeah, she suffered, she suffered, like, not only the breakup and all that, but, like, suffered people fucking criticizing her. Um, now yes. she's obviously, people are more, you know, um, have seen the light, but it's still, that's, she, he used her and, and she's been vocal about that, which I really appreciate. And also and... she's a black woman in this toxic franchise, mm-hmm. this racist franchise. Mm-hmm. So regardless, she was going to get some flack and he didn't help it. You know, mm-hmm. he should have just been honest. And like you said, stuck to the something's missing here. And I don't mm-hmm. really know what that's fair, understandably, understandable, but mm-hmm. to really kind of chalk it up to you still processing grief and you're not ready to move on. That's really unfair. And then now I look at him and Danielle and I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't be a fan of this. I can't get behind it. Danielle seems really lovely. Um, and I'm, she, of course, deserves to be happy, but yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not going to forget the fact that you like spurned Serena and that uh Serena Sierra oh lord mm-hmm. Sierra in that way that's yeah. unfair yeah he's really overestimated his goodwill with the fan base um mm-hmm. people are people are wiser to it so yeah. I hate to see it uh it sucks <sighs> and okay. then so I'm, go ahead yeah Push oh no ahead. I was just I was trying to figure out where I think yeah. we're, where we left off with Jill it was Jill and Jacob we were talking right. about mm-hmm. right yeah, and then he is still there. Yeah, okay. he's still there. Yep. Oof, gross. Uh, then <laughs> the Serena, Pena, Janae, Jill, Genevieve. Yeah, I guess it's down to um the Victoria of it all. Victoria of it all. Mm-hmm. And then oh yeah, is that who we're missing? It's Victoria that we're missing, and then um Brittany, Tyler, Andrew, Jasenia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the so can, do you want to get into the want to get to the Victoria of it all? Yeah, let's just do that, and then we'll okay. end on the 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 lighter note because those last ones are a little bit more. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> positive. So it's no surprise to the listeners. Uh, I fucking hate Victoria. 
always have, always will. Ever since she wore a shirt, white lives matter. Uh, never tried forget. To never forget and try to downplay it. And then was a fucking cunt on Peter's season also. So. <laughs> and has been a known in, in uh, known cheater uh, from her life in West Virginia or whatever, wherever it is. Virginia Beach. And then the Chase Rice of it all. Although I don't, the Chase Rice is more of like a bachelor producer thing. Um, <laughs> but then she's like going with Chris Souls, and then she's not. And now she's a born again virgin, which is fine, but it's weird. She's friends with Nick Vial and his. Mm-hmm. Uh, I peeped her little, her little uh, cross necklace the whole time that she was wearing. It's like, don't, don't forget. Don't forget. <laughs> And I guess the spoiler warning to the gossip that's happening right now, um, we'll probably talk about it for a couple minutes here, is that, I'm not sure how you can miss it right now, though, is <laughs> that she is dating Greg now, Mr. Grippo. Mm. Um, my first thing is, uh, how stupid can you be? <laughs> what, who are you asking that of, Greg or her? <laughs> right? I uh but i you know what i was just hoping that they would have learned by now um but i guess not they're both quite popular people in this franchise you're not gonna go out in public and people not notice okay i mean greg went greg was in a group setting with brie springs soon soon after katie's season and people um like a immediately recognized them and B were like, they're dating, they're dating. And Brie was like, oh no, honey, I got a man. That's it's not him. <laughs> God, that's so true. Yeah, he knows, absolutely knows. Yeah, and Victoria too. I mean, people had peeped her with um, oh God, what's his face? Chris Souls mm-hmm. when they were dating for mm-hmm. like a hot second. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would think they would know better, but mm-hmm. I'm also not surprised that they don't. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. and truly they fucking deserve each other. <laughs> they deserve each other. The truest statement ever. <laughs> they really do. Um, really it's interesting because I feel like BIP was starting to be a little bit of a redemption arc for her because she seemed, mm-hmm. you know, to stay out of most of the mess, um, pretty level-headed for the most part, wasn't really going back and forth between guys. Like once mm-hmm. she settled on Johnny, she kind of mm-hmm. sat on set, you know, she really settled with him. Mm-hmm. So it's and, interesting. And then even Greg, I think Greg's been kind of low key since Katie's season, really yeah. trying to um, just avoid the heat. Like yeah. everything with him has been really about his bros, like him hanging out with the guys, him and Andrew and Justin's friendship. Um, but I was like, you know what? People are always going to show you who they are. They might try and hide it for a little bit and try and convince you of otherwise. But at the end of the day, you are who you are, unless you actually put in the work to be better, which these people have not done. So they're gonna they're gonna do some mess, and that's what they fucking did. That's so true. Yeah, you just leave them to their own their own devices, and and like Victoria had also gotten past her her stuff. She was yeah, mm-hmm. she was beloved again, even before mm-hmm. her being on Paradise. Like she had stayed in the right groups, had had you know totally totally won people back um with her like witty captions and mm-hmm. all of that and yeah befriending Vial was was a, a good move I mean it's a horrible move personally but mm-hmm. it was a good move as far as being in the franchise and in, in 
good favor. And yeah, I think that it just really does go to show how, yeah, people's true, true, you know, intentions will come. And I think that they do deserve each other. And it does seem as though she has, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So what I was going to say is, but I liked what you said a second ago about like um, she was getting a redemption arc in the sense because if you didn't know all the side details and you Mm -hmm. if you also didn't hate her for her racism like you and I do uh, she's coming off great in this conversation even with Johnny she Mm -hmm. might seem like she's being a little um, you know like she really wants a certain thing and maybe she's being a little like uh, inflexible However, it does come off still as like a good thing because while no one dislikes Johnny, he didn't mm-hmm. he didn't leave Gabby in the best light either. Like no one hated him for that, but it was very much like clearly Johnny is not ready for marriage and kids. So he has a reputation of right. being afraid of commitment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So like she was coming off perfectly in this scenario if you did not know anything else. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Yeah. Like I I I think when she talked about the whole checking off the list thing. I think that was the wrong approach. Right. So I was like, girl, oh, what are you yeah. talking about? Like that, that I was on Johnny's side a little bit. On. Of course. Yeah. But then when she pivoted and she mm-hmm. was like, really got into the nitty gritty of it, which was, you're not ready for a commitment. You're not ready to settle down, you know? And she asked him important questions that you ask somebody in a relationship. Like, are you looking to get married soon? Are you looking to have kids soon? Like I'm ready for that. And if you're not ready for that right now, then this is not going to be a good match. She asked him about his career. What are you like? What are you, what are you ambitious about? What do you want to do after the show? I think these are all fair questions. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she also was like, I had deeper conversations with Alex on this one date than I ever had with Johnny because everything is so surface level. And I will say too is that in all her interactions with Alex, she maintains a um, respect for Johnny and all yeah, of them. She hasn't kissed true. Alex yet. Mm-hmm. She puts distance between them. Even when Alex asked for that hug, she knew Johnny was very close by, and she was like, "I don't know." She didn't really give him a full hug. Yeah. So <clears throat> seeing all of that, you would think, okay, uh, you kind of you you're playing this the right way, girl. Yeah. Um. And again, like being a little bit of being a little spoilery mm-hmm. her just being spotted with greg by itself would kind of be like okay uh, maybe maybe they're just like hanging out as friends whatever if you're trying to really be i mean but it's only the two of them nobody mm-hmm. else is with them who the hell goes to rome with just a, with a male friend with a with with someone that you're attracted to yeah literally like oh, who does that especially since someone i don't know if it was you or somebody else did a deep dive and they were like she was liking P- Greg's pictures since 2020. Exactly. So even putting all that into context, but there are the rumors that she cheated twice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Full stop. I can't. Literally everything that she's shown us <laughs> before. I'm over here like, thank God this all happened before the reunions take next week. I I can't wait. <laughs> And we got confirmation that the franchise knows because Mike Shithead Flies mm-hmm. tweeted about it today. And so, um, yeah, here's hoping. Here's fucking hoping they... And they'll discuss it because it's not racism. So they'll definitely discuss it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck shit. Would you like to explain yourself? Uh, um, what was his name? The one that 
Gabby ended up Eric. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yourself, Eric. Well, hold on. Just about one thing, please. <laughs> Not both. Oh man. What? Oh, one of my little. I, I took notes while I was yeah. uh, watching the episode. One of my notes um, after the Johnny and Victoria conversation, I wrote, "I don't blame Victoria for hesitating to be in a relationship with a bum." So, so yeah, we'll see what happens, but um, yeah, I mean, like Greg isn't one, Jesus. Oh man, Christ. Ooh. Well, we wish them the worst. Let's go on <laughs> to those last two people. So yeah, yeah. Uh, Brittany, Brittany had a great date. Yeah, Brittany had a good date with Tyler the last night before coming back to the beach. I love her, by the yeah, way. She's fuck. She's a flawless individual, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. Just funny, nice, sweet, has a good head on her shoulder. Is care- Yeah, it was like, I'm not going to do anything because I want to talk to Andrew. Mm-hmm. She played it perfectly. She did. And even I've been, I've, I started following her on social media. Mm-hmm. And um, her her style is also fantastic. I love mm-hmm. all her outfits. So I'm like, yeah, all right, girl, I see you. Do what yeah. you're doing. Yeah, she's really, um, very stylish. But yeah, I, I love, I'm, I'm happy. I felt like um, earlier in the season, she wasn't really, she didn't really have a lot of viable options. Mm-hmm. Um, and Andrew kind of was a product of circumstances, right? Because had Teddy not left, Andrew wouldn't even be available. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy that she met Tyler and, and they hit it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because she seems really into him. Super into him. And yeah, when they were making out, I was like, all right yeah okay. a little hot and steamy oh god I, I laughed so hard when Genevieve like peeked through the curtains and saw the making out and she was like fuck I'm not telling her I won't be the one to tell Shanae not me it ain't gonna be me <laughs> it was so funny because she was like Shanae go find her go find them go find them and then Shanae's like no I don't want to I'm like I'm not gonna do that and then she's like fine I'll fucking do it and then she goes and does it and then she's like no I'm not I'm not gonna do that it was the, that it. was like the funniest moment great like, moment that was that that would be me too like i want to go do no actually (laughs) (laughs) but what i will say is that when she got back to the beach i think her and andrew probably had one of the most mature conversations i've ever seen on this show it was kind of like are we on the same page we're on the same page this is good we can still be friends after this so good oh my god yeah andrew keeps winning essentially uh yeah (laughs) He has his moments too, where he's talking negatively about women in the on the beach. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, he's probably at this point the best guy that's there. So yeah, I agree. That's great for him, and I think that yeah, he's gonna be with what? Who? Jasenia. Jasenia. Okay, I great. also really like her. Fucking love her, dude. She's great. So yeah, she's great. She's great. But also, fuck the editors, right? I don't know if you saw her tweet. But uh, the way that they edited the end of the episode to make it seem like Jasenia mm-hmm. was going to try and, and make some moves on Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, and she tweeted, she's like, guys, I swear it was a friendly conversation. They're really doing me dirty and everyone's going to hate me for a week now. <laughs> no, it's so funny because you mentioned earlier about Sierra getting hate because she's a black woman in the franchise mm-hmm. when she didn't do anything wrong. And I wanted to bring that up and I'm glad we brought it up now is that yeah, Jasenia on her Instagram even also shared that one post the Bachelor Nation made a million years ago that said, mm-hmm. we don't condone bullying in our franchise. A bunch of fucking crock of shit. And 
I DM'd her because she had shared one of my memes or something a week ago so we can see each other's messages. So I was like, mm-hmm. I really hope people aren't, I hadn't seen the hate. I believe it was mm-hmm. happening. I just hadn't seen it because I was watching Taylor Swift music videos. Um, <laughs> I made it an hour. Yep. Hour on the dot. Hour on the dot. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, she, Proud of you. Thank you. She was like, uh, I said, like, I'm, I'm so sorry you're getting hate. And she's like, oh, yeah. But, like, mostly I just shared it to kind of just try to keep people at bay. Uh, because, and then she told me, she was like, I swear to you, nothing happened. But I can't say anything until next week. I was like, I don't need to know anything. I believe you. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, like, I'm just a random person. But it, I I did, I was like, oh, I felt for her, though, that she even had to, like, do any of that. I know. And especially, I mean, Brittany also has history of that as well. And Br- it's, it's, I- I have a feeling that Brittany and Jasenia probably know each other quite well because they were both on Matt seasons. They were both Latinas. And then Brittany had to deal with all of the people um, taking that rumor and that, that, um, oh God. Sex work shaming her. Yes. That went wild. And so she had to deal with all that shit on the internet. So, um, I mean, we, we all know this franchise is a terrible job of, of not just protecting their contestants and leads in general, but especially their people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sucks that they kind of edited it to make it seem like it was going to be Brittany versus Jasenia when I, I, I'm sure once Monday, Monday's episode airs, that's going to be squashed pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. And I hope that, I mean, I feel like, um, you know, uh, Brittany will, will also clear the air and, all that because she also knows what it's like like you said so mm-hmm. yep yep that's pretty much on that um i mean yeah we'll see what happens so yeah i mean there is a lot of relationships that are happening right now and like we, we since we know that obviously nothing with tyler and jesenia is going to happen we will see what happens between andrew and jesenia Brittany and tyler genevieve and aaron brandon and serene kate and logan but maybe hayden <laughs> Whatever's gonna happen with Shanae, fucking hell, um, Victoria and Johnny, Rodney and Eliza. Right on, oh yeah, Rodney and Eliza. Which oh, because in the previews, mm-hmm. uh, Justin's coming back. Oh shit, I forgot. So it's interesting in the promos. There were a few things that I was like, yeah. hmm. but then there were mm-hmm. some things that I'm like, I could do without. I don't <laughs> care about Hayden, and I don't care about them twins. Oh, they could twins! Say. <laughs> I don't care about them. <laughs> but Justin coming back. Oh, poor Rodney. He looks stressed. Yeah, he does. And he's like, I'm willing to fight for her. And yeah, so we will see how that goes. Oh, and then also something seems to happen with uh, Genevieve and Aaron. And I'm like, what happened? Right. Like, yeah. it looks like they have a huge fight. Huge and she looks fight. like she's trying to leave. <sighs> that makes so. me sad. I, kinda, I mean, yeah. I know. It's, mm-hmm. there are, you know what? Mean girl and mean boy. Perfect for each other. Exactly. Yeah. Who are both like, not like soulless completely but just like mm-hmm. kind of little, little just like little dickheads you know you're just like you're just like they, they turn it up for television bitch. they like we, we yes it was like we know how to we know how to make good tv so let's like bring it up a notch on here because I, I i guarantee in real life they're probably quite pleasant people yeah 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 i love that no and i and i and i thank them for their service because the season <laughs> needed them for sure and we Carrying needed jill on- and it's sad to see that jill is gone now so Carrying the show on their backs. Completely. Yeah. And Aaron does the whole thing where he walks in. He's like, oh, my back. And then he pulls out a date card. I was like, I see you. I see you, buddy. Yeah. I'm glad you remembered those um, those points about the the preview. That Yeah, that definitely has me 
hooked to go into the next week. So yeah, we're going to go into that. And um, thank you so much. This was like the best. I, I actually, I was like pretty depressed this week about this franchise just in general. I just get like this, like it's so tired and it's not even like the worst. Yeah. There's not even like worse, the worst things in the world happening right now. Like we've had worse weeks in this Mm -hmm. franchise where I'm like, Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. But I was just like really tired and this really regenerized me. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I mean, one thing you're welcome, but also thank you so much for having (laughs) me. This was so much fun. I've never done a recap before. So this was really awesome. I, anytime you want me to come, go ahead. Yo, no, I'm going to have you back. Cause I, yeah, it's, it's kind of therapeutic, right? Yeah, most definitely. I completely agree. Now it's like, all right, I've expelled this from my body and my mind. And now I can go back to being um, an intelligent uh, human being who could talk about things that are actually important, like the midterm elections. Everyone make sure you're voting in a couple of weeks um, until Monday, Tuesday rolls around and I'm back in this bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, please, please make sure you're voting. Y'all um, DM us if we have if you have any questions about how to help get used to polls or to get ballots in. Yeah, no, it's really great. It really is therapeutic and absolutely you need to come back. Um, I think we will be having to do a lot of talks during exact season and uh, it looks like you and I are going to be collabing with some other podcasters mm-hmm. um, in preparation for that. And so I'm really excited for that. And yeah, this is going to be great. Do you want uh, people to follow you anywhere? Sure. Yeah. If you guys are interested about, you know, my, my little life in New York city, um, I'm at epiphany CN. So, uh, it's just like the word epiphany E P I P H A N Y. And then X I A N N altogether. That is my middle name. I know very different, but, um, but yeah, so you can find me there on, on Instagram. I also love Twitter. I mean, for now, Elon Musk just bought it. So who knows how much longer I'm going to be on there, but <laughs> Christ. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure you're following Epiphany though, and uh, make sure you're uh, supporting Roses for Everybody because uh, she does really great work with us. And I'm just so grateful for meeting you and meeting everyone that's in the crew and the shit that we do. And it can be tiring at times, and we don't always know the answers, mm-hmm. but it's I couldn't I still like get kind of chills and I think about yeah how I put that call to action out so many months ago and people that came through just really really made something special and you're really a valuable part of that so thank you okay I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm too tired I'm gonna cry (laughs) so well you know you can't thank me without me saying I mean when we talk about the group we always say that Jenna's our fearless leader because she's the one who got us all together and it couldn't have been the most loveliest like group of people. I mean, everyone is so wonderful. And I, I think part of that is because we have this connection to Jenna, oh. uh, because we all was following Descartes pod and yeah. um, interacting in some sort of way. So you've really created such a wonderful community that you were able to, to, you know, use that to further this fantastic mission and really yeah. make some change within the franchise. So what Thank you're you. doing is so important and wonderful, Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> no I think that uh yeah I really do believe in being your authentic self so you can really draw people in who are similar to you in the ways that matter so that's my weird kind of cheesy advice for the week for you all 
if you're struggling and feeling any kind of way about imposter syndrome or what you're doing in life, ultimately just be yourself and it will bring something into your life. You know? Yeah. And uh, go stream Midnight's by Taylor Swift. No, uh, she doesn't need any more streams. She's rich enough. <laughs> that fucking cunt. Uh, <laughs> we <laughs> love her gay ass. But uh, thank you again, Epiphany. And thank you all so much to the listeners. Thank you all so much to the. Okay. Yeah. You guys got it. Uh, we will be back again for recapping this hellhole almost paradise. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Descartes Pod and follow your hosts at Jenna with a smile and at Drunk Feminist. Descartes Pod is produced by Andrew Olson. You can follow him on Instagram at Androne. Our music is by Jet Overly. Follow and support him on Instagram at Jetty Boy James. And our logo design is by Michaela Jane. You can find her work at MichaelaJane.com and on Instagram at Michaela Jane. Drop a review on iTunes if you're nasty like that. Bye. What up, So Below listeners? It's your boy Shane Hosey, and I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, The Hosey Hustle. Every other week I sit down with a guest and we talk about product and service submissions from you, the listener. Terrible ideas, like cigarettes for dogs. And we'll sit there and we'll talk about how to make them ready for the big scary economy. Basically, we take bad ideas and we make them worse. So why don't you give us a listen? The Hosey Hustle, part of Sobolo Media. Now get back to the show you were originally listening to. You probably like it a lot. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SobeloMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.